0: Welcome to another episode of Betty. This is where we share lessons about life, leadership, and the mostly peaceful pursuit of joy. Now remember, there's an asterisk on everything. We could be right, we could be wrong. We're all just making it up as we go. I hope you find something here that's helpful along your journey. Hey friends, I recently found myself in a really small seat on a log flight. But don't cry for me, I was sitting next to one of my best friend humans, the entire world, and we were off for a wonderful adventure together it turned out to be more than I could ever hope. And those memories are just with me because that's what life's about. Now, he slept, head against the window, and I was in a book that I just couldn't put down. It was called The Courage to be Disliked. The Japanese phenomenon that shows you how to change your life and achieve real happiness. Uh, it's a mouthful. so's the book. And I'm still going through it again. And I probably need to read it a couple more times before taking a deep dive with you. But there's a couple of concepts that couldn't wait to be shared. And I want to get them out there. Here's the first one, a couple of light edits just for clarity. When you are conscious of the competition and victory and defeat, it is inevitable that feelings of inferiority will arise because you are constantly comparing yourself to others and thinking, I beat that person or I lost to that person. The inferiority complex and the superiority complex are extensions of that. We need to get away from worrying about what other people the reality is they do it less often than we do. More importantly, aren't we all here to help each other? Why do we have to compete with each other? Now that's easy to say, hard to do, especially for me. That point's important. Don't think for a minute that I don't give credence to the thoughts of others all of the time. It's particularly true for those closest to me. But it also applies to strangers, and I'm not immune from wanting to be admired or liked. We need to get comfortable, or maybe I need to get comfortable with the fact that I'm not good at many things, maybe, or that I'll never be the best at anything in the world. And for some of us, that's hard to swallow. What I've realized is the competition is in the mirror, not out the window. I was lucky. I had a grandma that told me I was special, and I believed her. And like most things that grandmas say, she was right. I am special. Some of that good, and some of it devastatingly bad, but all of it me. What I try to do is take my work really seriously, but not myself. Now that work, yeah. providing for myself and helping to provide for my family, gotta do it right. But the problem occurs is when our ego gets wrapped up in that equation and the competitive voices sneak in. It's too easy to look around and become judgmental and envious. I do it, I'm proud of it, I'm human. But a decade ago, I read a book by Coach John Wooden that helped with me with it. Now Coach Wooden won 10 NA- NCAA national championships basketball in ucla and he's famous for telling his players don't look at the scoreboard it doesn't matter this comes from advice from his father who used to tell him focus on running the race not winning let the competition lose sleep about you don't lose sleep about the competition i think coach wouldn't believe this that said he uses the word competition 96 times in his book even this incredible man who did so much for so many, I know winning was on his mind. It's on all our minds. We're trying to survive. Wooden just accepted the natural tendencies to compete and then took action to nullify them. He took specific steps to ensure that he didn't get lost in the voices of the competition. For example, he intentionally avoided using the word win or talking about beating the competition with his players. He felt, and I agree, the joys in the journey of pursuing absolute maximum of ability of yourself. Now, I also think it's because you can win the game, doesn't mean you should play. We live in a society where what we do matters, particularly in this country. Often we allow our titles, our cars, and where we went to school or didn't define us. That scoreboard doesn't matter. Wooden talks about this and he says, never allow anyone to define your success. Wooden's talking about perspective here, When we let others define success, we're giving away our perspective and seeking external validation. When we own the definition, we can focus on what matters to us. Don't give the one thing that you control in this world away, your perspective. For me, winning is doing the work that matters and getting better. It's stepping away from the pixels to spend time with my feelings. It's going on a run, even when it's cold and I'm too tired. It's having that hard conversation I've been avoiding. Or, as I've shared recently, it's setting boundaries and saying no. I'll leave you with one other point from the Courage to Be Disliked. Again, a couple light addicts just for clarity. Here it is. Once you're released from the schema of competition, the need to triumph over someone disappears. You are released from the fear that says, maybe I will lose. You can celebrate other people's happiness with all of your heart. You become able to contribute actively to other people's happiness. The person who always has the will to help another in times of need is someone who may properly be called your friend. I think step one here, being a good friend to yourself. And if you didn't have a grandma like mine, you are special. Recognize that and go do something with it. Take care, friends. Bye. I hope you found this helpful. And if you did, hit like and consider sharing it with just one other person who might find it helpful, too. I hope you're good out there.